Hey, what's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning into Chemically Dependent with me, Kim Fuego. Today's episode is going to be a story time requested by one of my dependents, Brian Arlo. Brian called in and said, Hey, Kim, I'm really into story times, especially those of the spooky nature. If you have any more, can you please tell one? Well, Brian, you're in luck. I actually do have several, but I wasn't quite sure if I was going to tell them on here anymore. But since you called in and you requested and interacted with the show, this one's for you. So I guess this all really began around the age of 15, 16, um, when my best friend and I got our hands on a Ouija board. And we were so excited and really wanted to play with it. And as soon as we got to her house to go and use it, we step in the door. Her mom's like, "Uh uh-uh, no, get that thing the hell out of here. You're not doing that in my house. Get it out now. And so she makes us leave with the Ouija board. And we're like, well, damn, we just wanted to play with it. You know, it's no big deal. It's just a piece of cardboard. Why is she tripping? But we're like, you know what, fine. So we decided to take it to one of our other friends' homes to play. And as soon as she saw it, my friend, she just kind of like freaked out. was like, no, you can't play with that here. You guys can't do that. So we're like, you know what, okay, fuck it. We want to play with it. We're just going to go play with this on the corner of the street. (laughs) Since nobody's going to let us in the house to do it. So one of our other friends is like, shit, I'll play with you guys. And we're like, okay, cool. So we're doing it and everybody's like just sitting there like oh you're moving it no it was you Uh uh-huh you moved it over to yes no I didn't yes you did and you know just going back and forth you know like the commercial like stop moving it but um we're just asking it random questions like oh does my boyfriend love me or are we gonna be together forever you little stupid teen shit and that was just pretty much it. We got our answers and that was it. And we left it at that. And we were like, that was no big deal. I don't know why everybody thought, you know, this was so creepy and such a bad thing to do. So we move on, move forward. We give the Ouija board back to my cousin because that's who it belonged to. And that was just that. We left it alone. So afterwards, little things started happening, little peculiar things that we couldn't quite explain. But they were weird, and we were just like, okay, you know, we noticed them, but we just kind of, like, we're like, oh, well, maybe it's just just one of those weird things that happened, so we left it at that. One day, we were walking home from the store, and as we were approaching her house, we could see in the attic, the attic light was on, and we're like, damn, we left the light on, and I was like, I don't remember leaving the light on. She was like, neither do I. And as we're approaching the house, we see her mom's boyfriend in the window. We see his hat, and he's looking at us. We're looking at him. So we wave, and I believe he waves back. And we were two seconds from the front door. And as soon as we walk through the front door, he's sitting on the couch watching TV like like nothing. And we look at him. He's like, what? And we're like, weren't you just in the attic? He's like, no, I've been sitting here watching TV the whole time. And we're like, nuh-uh, we just saw you. How do you get down here so fast? And he's like, I've been sitting here the whole time watching TV. And we're just looking at each other like, you saw him, right? And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, yeah. And, you know, we're just like, okay, that was crazy. So we left it at that. No big deal. Um, I think a few months after, her mom was at work. Because I believe her mom worked third shift. Her mom's at work. And I stayed at her house with her because, you know, so she wouldn't be alone. And it's like, I don't know, maybe one, two in the morning. And we fell asleep downstairs. I was on the love seat and she fell asleep on a bigger sofa. And all of a sudden we hear 
we're sleeping, we both jump up from our sleep at the same time because we hear all of this glass breaking, all of this banging, and just these really loud sounds coming from her basement. And we're like, what the fuck? Oh my God, somebody's breaking in. So we jump up and I don't even think we had shoes on and we run out of the house. And as we're running out of the house, we look back and we look and the basement's just completely dark and no glass is broken from any of the windows from what we can see. We're like, wait, why do we hear that glass and nothing's broken? So we're standing there for a few minutes and we're confused, not knowing what to do, half sleepy and just like, what the hell was that? So we muster up the courage somehow to go downstairs and check it out ourselves, which, okay, not a good idea for a 15, 16 year old girls to be doing, but whatever. So we do it. We go down the stairs and as we get down there, we're like, oh my God, this basement's going to be fucked up. And we get down there. The basement's perfectly fine. There's no glass broken. Nothing's torn apart. Like it's fine. It's the way it's always been. And we're just looking at each other, like so confused, like what the hell was that then? Because I can't, we couldn't understand like what that was because if it were a dream, how do we both dream it at the exact same time and jump up at the exact same time, like the exact same dream? Like that's not possible. And we both heard it coming from the basement. So we're just standing there confused and like, oh my God, that was weird. So we told her mom and her mom's boyfriend about it the next day and they're looking at each other like, like what like when we told them and they're like well, were you girls drunk and we're like no because we weren't drinking or anything um we were just it, it it happened but nobody believed us like we would experience these things and nobody would believe us um so yeah it was just like little things like that like with seeing her mom's boyfriend in an addict and hearing things breaking that aren't and just stuff like that that would happen with us and we had no explanation for it so flash forward to my adulthood and, you know, things are still happening, but a little less often, but they're still happening. And in my mind, I'm still, I always replay like, okay, those events that took place when I was a teen that happened only after we played with that Ouija board. And I'm like, wow, like that's so weird. I, I used to work in a convent, um, well, not in the convent. I worked in a preschool in the convent and the preschool was really nice and it was really big and, you know, it was a, a really cheerful looking place. But the convent part was, it was nice, um, but it always had like a creepy feel. Like as soon as you walked in, you just felt like a creepy vibe, you know, just something was off and you couldn't quite put your finger on it. And obviously it's a convent and the sisters were pretty old. So a lot of them would end up passing away there. Um, no, none of the children ever saw it or anything. It's, it's just that, but we knew that they did. And so I've always felt like, okay, this place has to be haunted. <laughs> like everyone always said it. And I worked in this classroom in the back and it was a huge classroom, very pretty, very nice, decorated, so cute. And it was so nice and cheery and just a fun little place to be. And, but I always felt like, there was something off about it. I always felt like somebody was watching me in there or I wasn't alone in that room, even though I was alone, me and, you know, my class. But I always felt like, okay, there's somebody else in here or something else in here. But I just was like, you know what, maybe it's just me um, being paranoid. And I paid it no mind. 
one day I was sitting in the classroom with two of my co-teachers and I don't know how we got on the subject of the supernatural, but we started talking about it. And then one of the teachers is like, well, how would you even know if there was a ghost around or something? Because it's not like they're, they're going to talk to you or anything. And I'm like, well, I hope they don't talk. You know, we're like making jokes and we're laughing. And then I was like, well, I, I believe they have ways of letting you know when they're around. I was like, they'll, they'll do something like they'll make something move or they'll make something fall down or, or drop or something to the ground and it'll be no explanation for why that happened and I swear as soon as I said that everything on the wall that we had hung up started falling straight to the ground just flying off the walls and we all looked at each other and we all stood up at the exact same time like we were going to run only we didn't we all just like had this look like we all kept our stares on each other we were standing up and we were looking like, okay, are we going to run? But then we all just sat down and we were calm about it. And I don't know why we didn't run in that moment or leave, but <laughs> yeah, we all just sat back down and we were just chill about it and just we were like, wow. And then somebody's like, well, that was weird and weird timing. I was like, yeah. And we just left it at that. And that was just it. And I'm like, oh my goodness, that was weird. It was so, I don't know why we didn't run. It just felt like a really bad horror movie. You know how like in those movies, like um, people are just sitting around after something creepy just happened and they don't really react to it in the way they're supposed to. And so everybody gets fucked up in the end. <laughs> or that one person that runs away, they make it out, but then they, they go, hey, my purse, and they run back to go and get it and they end up getting killed. <laughs> it was kind of like one of those vibes. It was just really funny and weird. Now, you know, when you think about it, it's like, why did we not run? But I think the creepiest thing of all was um, when I went to the movies with my friend. And as soon as we pulled into the parking lot, we get out, we're walking toward the movie theater. I see one of the dads um, of the children that I take care of. And I turn to her and I'm like, oh, that's one of the kids' dads. And she's like, where? And she doesn't see him because there's a really big crowd. And, you know, so she, she can't really see him. And um, I'm looking at him because he was a cook and he had on his uniform. And I'm thinking like, why is he wearing his uniform to the movies? But then he was looking around like kind of confused or like he was looking for someone. So I'm like, oh, maybe he's here to pick somebody up. Like maybe that's why he's, you know, got his uniform on. And he's looking for the person right now. And as we get closer toward the theater, you know, about to walk in, I, I said, I'm going to speak to him because I didn't want to you know, be rude and just walk by and pretend I didn't see him. And so as I'm getting ready to speak to him, a huge crowd passes by, uh, you know, that comes out of the theater and I don't see him anymore. And I figure he walked, walked off with the crowd. And so that was that. But I find out later that evening that I saw him um, at the movie theater around like maybe six or seven at night. But he had died at 2 a.m. that morning. I had no idea that this man was dead. And I saw him later that evening in a movie theater, at the movie theater. And it freaked me out, like, so bad. And I turned to my friend, you know, when we found out. And I'm like, I did say out loud that that was him, right? She's like, yeah, you totally said you see him. He's over there. He's got his, his um, chef's uniform on. And I'm like, how did I see this man? And he was already dead at 2 a.m. But I promise you that was the situation. I saw him clear as day 
standing there wearing his uniform, his work uniform. And um, he was just standing there looking confused. And the crazy thing was he did work like late, like third shift or something. So I, it, it's just weird. And that's when he passed away. And I saw him, you know, so he would have had that uniform on. It was the weirdest thing ever. Um, but another thing was like sometime after, because I always remember that. I always think about that. Like, wow, I saw a ghost at the movie theater. Sometime after, um, that was when I, some years after actually, was when I saw another ghost, which happened to be the ghost of my um, my crush. Um, and I speak about that in Ghost of Christmas Past, that um, episode. So that was my very first podcast um, since redoing Chemically Dependent. That was the very first episode, Ghost of Christmas Past. And I speak on that. But yeah, so I always, in some way, experience things that I probably shouldn't and that I don't want to experience. And I don't want to be one of those people that I can see things or I attract things. I don't want to be that person. A lot of people would kill for that. They call it a gift and and they want that so bad. And they think that it's cool. Like, oh, I can see my loved ones, blah, blah, blah. No, you don't always see the person you want to see. You see, if there's a spirit and you have that gift, you'll see anybody. And I'm not saying that I have that gift, but I have seen two spirits of people that I know twice. And it's the weirdest thing. And I don't want it to be a recurring thing or anything like that. I don't want to be a ghost whisperer. That stuff scares me. I, it's like if you, if their ghosts are around and they feel like they want help or they want to communicate, go to someone else because I don't want them to talk to me. That's a gift that I do not want. I just absolutely do not. I, I can't handle that. I wouldn't be able to. That freaks me out so bad, even though it's happened twice. And they didn't scare me, but it's like when I think about it, it kind of it does. You know, it freaks me out a little bit. So yeah, those are my experiences and there's more, but I don't want to make this all about, you know, like supernatural things and stuff like that. I just want to, you know, I just wanted to put that out there because it was a request by Brian and he really enjoys these types of stories. So I really, really hope that these creepy tales that I told you were fun for you and you enjoyed them. And I thank you again for calling in and, and requesting these. Um, and thank you guys for listening, and I hope that everybody stays safe and take care.